0: Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is Faith Without Words is Dead. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you so much that you're so in love with us and you want to do good for us, that you want to teach us how to live well in your kingdom. And we just want to receive that. We want to receive your revelation knowledge, your wisdom, your correction, whatever you have for us. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Isn't that exciting? God is so good. And he actually took the word of God out of context. He said, faith without works, um, words is dead. James 2.17 tells us what um, the word actually says. So faith, if it doesn't have works, deeds, and actions of so obedience to back it up by itself is destitute to the power and operative in debt. And really, faith without your word is dead. And we read um, last week. Um, In Mark 11, Jesus explained to us that in verse 23, that we had to say to the mountain. He said, if we say what we say, when we say it, um, that really means that we believe and we'll get it. And then the next verse, he said, because you did, because you said, then it qualifies you to ask and then it'll be done for you. And really, the revelation was just that, that if we believe what we say is going to happen, if we're having faith and we believe it, we're going to say it. And then if we say it when we ask, that really is proof that we have believed it, and then we will get it. And so that is what he's saying today as well. He said, if you have faith, then your words are going to be as faith. If you're believing something, then your words are going to be what you believe." And you can tell the difference in people that believe and people that don't believe. People that say they believe, but they really don't believe because they don't say that they believe. So what I mean is they say that they're believing God, for example, for healing, but then their words just don't, their everyday words, their conversations don't match up with the word of God, which really shows me they are ignorant of the word of God. Romans ten seventeen tells us that faith comes by hearing the word. So when you get faith, you're not only getting faith, but you're getting revelation knowledge, you're getting God's opinion on it, his word, and you're knowing that actually it's true that by his stripes you were healed. Until you get to know God, you're not gonna have faith or the revelation knowledge you need to believe for healing. It's gonna be like an artificial kind of formula. Because really what you're doing is you're imitating something that you saw that isn't true. A lot of people think they're Christians and a lot of people think they have faith, but they really don't because of what comes out of their mouth. Jesus said, what's in your heart will come out of your mouth. So you put the word of God in your heart, it's going to come out of your mouth. It is. In the time of crisis, what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. If you find out um, that you have cancer and you freak out, then you know that what is in your heart is not the word of God. When you find out that you have cancer, God probably would tell you before the doctor would tell you. And then you'd be on your way to healing or if the doctor told you first, you wouldn't freak out because you know that by his stripes, you were healed. You have that faith and you're going to talk that faith. And when you talk that faith, it's going to bring that thing into existence. I learned this when my son was born. He was born with a birth defect and I started calling those things to be not as though they were. And I didn't listen to anybody that spoke doubt. I spoke faith and I spoke faith words and I didn't speak anything else. And his healing was a process according to how I spoke the word. And we can easily get off track and we don't want to we want to stay on that track, and that comes from eating the Word of God every day. Looking at the Word of God, meditating on it, thinking it, making it your lifestyle, so that's constantly coming out of your mouth. It has to come out of your mouth for it to work. That's what Jesus was saying. Faith without words is dead. When he gave me that phrase, he told me that that was my teaching. And so, I was excited because I get that. But so much of the time, even, you know, as much as I know that and long as, as long as I've been doing it, I need correction. I get off track. If, if I'm worried about something, I'm going to start talking that worry instead of the words of faith. And He is going to remind us because He's in love with us. He's going to remind us that we have to speak the Word of God. We're not supposed to be saying what is, but we're supposed to be saying what the Word of God says. And that's our faith when we say it. And that's what we were talking about in Mark 11. You know, God says that his ways are higher than our ways. And just like the snow comes down, the water comes down, and waters the earth, his word does the same thing, and it's not going to return to him void. And so when we do his word, that word is not going to return to us void. His word is eternal. It's, It's the very thing. That brings things into existence that we're believing for. So if you're believing God to heal you of cancer, but you're talking about the cancer and how long the doctor tells you that you have to live and you know you're you're planning your funeral and you know, this, that, and the other thing, then that's exactly what's gonna happen. Your words are going to make your your life be what it is. And so, but if you say the word of God. Yeah, I don't know anybody who was believing God and spoke the word of God and knew the word of God and knew God who didn't come out of it. The person that doesn't know God is going to agree with the cancer or whatever it is, and that agreement is going to take them to where they think it's going to take them. As a man thinks, so is he. And so if you want the word of God to um, be that final authority in your life, if you want it to work your life out for good, then you have to know it and you have to put it in, in your heart. Jesus said, Out of the overflow of your heart, your mouth speaks. And so you got to get the word in your heart. And, and in Mark 11, Jesus said, If you have constant faith, which means if you have faith all the time, if you have steadfast faith, we read it in the message Bible, if you embrace this God life, so if it's your lifestyle, Then you can say what you want to happen, and then that will happen. Because if you say it, then when you ask for it, Jesus said, you qualify to get it. And so God is extremely good. And, you know, the thing that people don't understand with God is that, and God is just making it more and more clear to me um, for my life and to share with you that he's not saying no that his promises are yes and amen. But it's us. We have to do our part. We have to speak that word. Um, Faith without works is dead. And a work is an action. We have to have action to our faith. And God is saying to us today that our words are in action. What we say is what we're going to get. (laughs) It reminds me of A couple months ago, I asked him something, and I said, is this going to happen? And he he said, what you say is what you get. I just love having conversations with God. He's like the smartest person in the universe, and he's the one that you want to have conversation with. He's the one you want to tell you that you're going to be okay, and that I took those stripes for your healing. And if you say that, that means you believe that, and then that's what's going to happen. That's what he was teaching us. You know, um, so often when people get in a crisis and they don't know God, that confusion sets in and it's really a a hard time to quick get it together. And so you want to know ahead of time. You want to know the word of God. You want to know what he thinks. You want to know the directions that he has for you when you get in a situation like this and just for your everyday life so you don't even get in a situation like that. And um, I'm not going to get into why I made that comment today, but I just know that I'm supposed to say to you today that your words are stout against you. If you're not speaking the word of God, then you're not bringing his will to pass. You can't expect something to happen when you're saying something else. You can't be speaking out both sides of your mouth because then you're a double-minded man and a double-minded man won't receive anything from the Lord. And so God is asking us not to be ignorant of who he is and what his word says and what to do, but he wants us to be doers of his word, hearers, get to know him, find out what he has to say and then say what he says, imitate him instead of the people around you, get off that wide path, get on the narrow path because he's coming and he's looking for faith on the earth and faith comes by hearing his word, getting to know him, getting revelation knowledge of how how to operate in his kingdom right here on the earth. You know, um, I keep feeling God bringing this to my attention that Paul said that he asked God three times and the world says God said no. God didn't say no. And Paul didn't say God said no. He said Satan came to buffet him because Satan didn't want him to get too much revelation. And God said, My grace is sufficient, and God is saying that to you and I today. My grace is sufficient. I've given everything to you already. All you have to do is put it into action. Start acting it, speaking it, talking it, and making it happen in your life. That's what he's saying to us today. God is so good. He's so in love with you. It's such a simple word. Your faith, if you're believing God for something, anything at all, And your words don't line up with that. If you're not saying the word of God, if you're not saying what he would say, and you're saying what is, and you're saying the opposite of what you're hoping for, then it's not going to happen. It's just that simple. I just want to tell you um, one little thing um, and all the things that I've spoken into existence is my son was born with hydrocephalus, and he had a shunt in his head. And at first, I was first learning this, and I kept checking it, and the enemy kept telling me it wasn't working. And then I got a hold of what I'm telling you today, and I said, I am not checking that anymore. I just believe you're healed. And my son was so used to me checking it, and he said, aren't you going to check it tonight, Mommy? And I said, no, I'm not. I believe you're healed. And that's that. That was my faith action. I said it, and I didn't check it, and he had his manifestation of his healing. I'm not telling you to do anything that I did, but I am telling you to get to know God so He can tell you to do something similar to what I did. So He can bring to pass His good and perfect will in your life, and He wants to do that. So if you want to ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you and you want all the benefits of being His, I just want to say that prayer with you today. You should know that He came, He laid down His life for you. He took stripes for your healing. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow. He wants to give you revelation knowledge. He wants to come and live on the inside of you and be everything that you need him to be. You know, he said to the disciples, it's better that I go and the Holy Spirit. God will send his spirit to come live on the inside of you. He's going to teach you. He's going to be your standby, your advocate, your helper. He's going to tell you things to come. You know, speaking of that, he told me my husband had cancer before the doctor told My husband, he had cancer and he told us what to do about it. God is so good. He's so in love with us and he wants to tell you things to come. He wants you to have good and so you need him. Jesus said that if you he's he's knocking at the door of your heart and if you invite him in, he's gonna come in, he's gonna hang out with you. If you wanna say that prayer with me today, I would love it if you would. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us. And we invite you right now to do that. We're asking you to come and live on the inside of us and teach us your way, correct us, show us how to do your kingdom principles, empower us, strengthen us, and we just are receiving you right now. We give you all the glory, all the praise, and we just receive you. We acknowledge you. We appreciate you. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. He is so in love with you. If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And um, if I inspired you, I'd love it if you let me know. If you didn't know, you got to get to know God by reading the word of God. John 1 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word is God. So when you get to know the word of God, you're getting to know him. And then when you start doing the word, um, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. And then I'll show myself to you. He's going to manifest himself to you. He's going to talk to you, teach you, train you, show you what you were called to do in this life. Something you can do, something great. You can make a difference when you follow that plan he has for you. Thank you so much for listening today and God bless you.